Welcome to episode 1002. It's Monday, December 22nd, and you're listening to the Geek at Geek News Central. This show is sponsored in part by GoDaddy.com and listeners like you. Pick up a domain name for just $1.49 or get 30% off your next GoDaddy purchase. All my GoDaddy specials can be found at geeknewscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy. Start supporting this show today by becoming a GNC Insider at geeknewscentral.com forward slash Insider. Geek News Central is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. i got a great show for you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Strap in. Here we go. All right, people, I need a go-no-go for the Geek News Central podcast. Digital archive recorders. We're go flight. Microphone. We're go flight. Video feed. Go. Web browser. Go. RSS data stream aggregator. Go flight. Interflux totism suppressor. All right. I'm confused. Host readiness check. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. The Geek News Central podcast is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to go. Cue Todd in... Five. Button, button, who's got the button? Four. There's no cause for alarm. Three. Everybody hold on to something. Two. Just press the button. One. It's showtime. Aloha and welcome to Geek News Central. Of course, everyone. Hey, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And uh, are you guys excited? Can you believe that we are already here? You've got your shopping done? Are you ready to... Uh, partake in the in the holidays i know that uh, we are here christmas tree obviously it's been up for a while the lights are out outside the house uh we finally hung this big massive wreath outside the house that my wife scored last year that we hadn't put out but uh we're ready here in the house so did the final kind of like shopping for just some food items today and uh we're ready and we're gonna kind of have a relaxed Christmas holiday here at the uh, Cochrane Ohana and uh, going to go spend some time with some relatives, uh, you know, in and around those days, but uh, looking forward to the holidays. And I hope that many of you are on your way to either grandma's house or an aunt uncle's or whoever you may be and listening to the show. But I have a mission for you. If you're willing to accept it, no, this message will not self-destruct in 30 seconds. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes. But if you're brand new to the show, I want to welcome you to the Geek News Central Podcast, episode 1002. Got a lot to share with you tonight on the tech side. And I'm uh, going to spend a little bit of time here at the very beginning of the show just kind of talking about upcoming stuff and what's going on. But uh, more importantly, if you're brand new to the show, we want you to follow on Twitter at Geek News. And you can, if you have comments on tonight's show, you can just basically blast me, geeknews at gmail.com. But the more important thing is to go over to geeknewcentral.com. And, man, it's make it, we've made it simple, simple, simple to subscribe to the show. If you're an iOS user, just click on the iTunes link. That's all you need to do. And, and do that with your mobile device and load the show. Hit subscribe, and then uh, you'll never miss a single episode of the show ever. If you're an Android user, and this is what we want part of your help in on this mission that I'm going to talk about here in a few minutes. If you are an Android user, all you got to do is either if you have a, a podcasting app already, you subscribe to the RSS feed, or you just click on more subscription options. And that's going to load a page here. It's going to basically tell you to go grab Beyond Pod for Android or Podcast Republic. Get those added via the Play Store. And we've got instructions on how to do that below. There's links there to the actual applications on the uh, geekandcenter.com forward slash subscribe page. And uh, basically, you get hooked up with this show, and we're going to keep you informed of all the tech going on in the space. You're going to be entertained. You're going to join the family here, become part of our Ohana. And uh, that's the most important part for you guys to be tuned in and dialed in so that you never miss a single episode. Now, if you want to get hooked up with a newsletter, there's a simple link on the website. It's just basically link. You link to that, takes you to the Google group page, you add your email address. And you're in. So we definitely want you to uh, be subscribed uh, to the show. And, of course, you can check us out really everywhere. We're on the Roku, Boxy, Samsung, Smart TV, Google TV, you name it. Um, you can watch Apple TV, watch the show, or listen, depending on how you want to consume the podcast. Uh, really anywhere. We're on all glass, as I like to say. But, uh, again, if you have comments on today, uh, you can Blast me on Facebook, Google Plus, do me an email. It's all there on the website at geekandcentral.com. Tonight's show, 
of course, is sponsored in part by our good friends at GoDaddy.com. As I said in the intro of the show, we had some deals. Deals, 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 and it's almost Christmas time. And if you don't have a Christmas gift yet, I'm going to give you the opportunity to save a bunch of cash. They're going to think you spent a lot of money, but you can get started with a website today. I did it yesterday um, for a buck a month, a buck a month for 12 months. And then it reverts to regular pricing. I think the lowest price plan is like $6 a month or something like that. But you get a free domain with that. So you can get a WordPress hosting account for a dollar a month. You can get an economy hosting account for a dollar a month. Press 4, Geeks 12. Those are the two promo codes. Of course, you can probably try to save even more money by using a 30% off on all new order code GNC30. Or if you just buy a .com, Geek149, get a .com for $1.49, newer transfers. And here's how to do this. Here is how to do this. You're going to give this Christmas present to someone you love, a hosting account, a domain name. So if you're going to get it for them and you want to turn it over to them because maybe you don't want that reoccurring cost every year, maybe you do, I don't know, you set up an email account for them and do it with Gmail, register everything there, set the account up on GoDaddy, and then when you turn over the Christmas present, you give them the Gmail account, you give them the hosting account, and you give them the domain name, it, it, boom, it's right to them, and lock, stock, and barrel you can even set up WordPress for them. WordPress will set up in right within the setup itself in GoDaddy. They make it like so still so simple. It's it's not even funny on setting up WordPress. I mean, I was actually kind of surprised. I haven't set up a hosting account with them in a while. And what I was doing, I was going to be promoting some of the .dot Okinawa domains I have for sale, and I just wanted to have a single website listed all the domains. If you want to buy them, here they are. Uh, come get them. one of the popular domains that I think we're going to have no problem selling is tacorice.okinawa. <laughs> and for those of you that have no idea what I am talking about, it is delicious. Uh, just uh, Google it and you'll find a recipe. It originated in Okinawa. It is a uh, world famous, um, is fantastic taco rice. And another one is Andagi which is an Okinawa donut, ondegi.okinawa. These are all domain names we have for sale. Shurikastle.okinawa. So we got some good ones there. But anyway, uh, I, uh, I, 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 and this is, I bought all these uh, new top-level domain releases at GoDaddy. You know, these new top-level domains keep popping, so I keep buying them. And I actually, I was looking at the numbers. I'm up to like, it's a little crazy, like 257 domains again. And I'm like telling my wife, I said, I got to cut back. I said, uh, because, you know, if I don't sell a couple this year, um, they all renew. And I'm a hoarder. I don't like giving up domains. So I uh, uh, bought a bunch of podcast domains. I mean, it's just it's really crazy. So anyway, get your savings over at GoDaddy. Get a great Christmas present. This is the time to save. I don't know if that 30% code is going away at the end of the month. So be sure to uh, get your savings in now and uh, give the gift that's just going to keep on giving a long time. Uh, GoDaddy domain hosting account. Uh, again, over GoDaddy.com. All my specials can be found at geeknewscentral.com. And actually should have had the little lower third up there for you. Geeknewscentral.com forward slash GoDaddy for those of you that uh, are listening to the show or watching the show. But uh, thanks uh, for GoDaddy for being a sponsor here. All right, so let's go ahead and um, let's get into my little short stack. Uh, CES, man, it's like full on like Donkey Kong. Uh, matter of fact, I don't know if I can show you guys. Maybe I can uh, if I can get it loaded faster. If you guys are watching, um, we've been working booking, uh, you know, really every day here. That's the first thing I do in the morning and start booking uh, appointments that have come in over the last 24 hours. And we're getting close. We're starting to fill um, to the point of, let's see here, to, like a recent, there we go. So let me bring up the planning document. Let me show you, those of you that are at least watching, let me copy this and paste this over here. Um, come on. You know, one thing, I'll be I'll be first to say these this 4K monitor, it's nice, but it gets a little 
it's a little big. I'm just debating whether or not I really like what I've done here. So let me go ahead and bring, oh, you can't even see it all. So let me, uh, uh, let me reload the page. Is it going to help? Uh, no, because I'm in a small screen. So it's not going to help to show this thing. Anyway, it's full. It, we're full. Uh, you know, I got like nine appointments left on Tuesday, six, five or six left on Wednesday. So the CES stuff is really at this point, um, full on and we are, we're, we're, we're really ramping up. And this is what I want to just kind of talk to you guys a little bit about tonight to understand the level I go to, to putting on this event so that you guys get a huge amount of content. And, uh, you know, I'm keeping accounting. We know what we're at from an expense stand wise and know what my budget is. And I'm right on the budget line right now. But just as an example, um, you know, and just I want to let you guys know, this is what comes out of Todd's pocket. This is the check I write um, every year. Um, internet, 1200 bucks. Power, 300 Furniture, 1000 Hotel costs this year will be about 2000 Rental car, 700 Shipping costs to and from the show, 1500 Food budget, $1,000 conservatively. Blogging cost. This is pre, uh, pre-show, uh, about two grand. Uh, post-show, another two grand. Uh, all told, probably about 14K is will be the budget for this year. This is actually uh, down about 6K. We've, we've trimmed a lot. And normally it's about $20,000 $20, to put on the CES event every year. And uh, Don Bain's bringing some like, gear this year, helping me save some shipping costs. I don't have to tear half the studio down, We're not shipping as much stuff. So that's the really the bottom line you know and if i look at the you know if we look at really the price and what what you're going to get here is if i take that 14,000 and then i divide that by 250 interviews it's going to cost me um about well it's about $56 an interview to put online that's you know the if we look at what we're going to get in interviews and what's going to be put online in the in the end cost there's no one they can do that that cheap. You know, I mean, that's really, and that's not including the bandwidth cost that that's going to, you know, it's going to cost to move that. So it is um, a big undertaking. So if you really want to help, if you, if this is really where you want to be um, helping, um, being an insider, man, that, that really is a, uh, that really helps a lot uh, throughout the year. And if you want to be a, a, a sponsor or help out with us, and, you know, again, this is will be like a one-time donation. If you feel that you were worthy, a $60 contribution, you'll pay for one video. And all we really need is 250 of you, 250 of you to make a $60 contribution each, and we'll pay for this whole thing, one shot, you know, and... uh so um, I'm hoping that uh, some of you will consider that. I know we'll never get, you know, 250. I, I would be, I'd be ecstatic to get 100 of you come in. But uh, um, if 56 bucks is what it costs us to put them online, I hope that you'll step up. And if you will, and I'm going to ask my other teammates, hopefully they'll ask their audiences as well. But um, that's what it's going to cost us. And hey, it's a cost of doing business. I'm not complaining uh, at all. This is, I, I love to go to the show, love to cover it, love to do what we do. And, um, but just wanted to give you guys the kind of the, you know, I share with you guys everything, you guys, the bottom line of what this thing uh, cost. And, uh, um, that's, you know, that's the check I write every year to do this thing for you guys. So, um, hope that you appreciate it. And of course the blogging team is going to be happy because it makes for a big boost to, uh, their, um, new year earnings, I guess, helps them pay for Christmas. So that, uh, that's part of it. Okay. So what's going on here? Uh, windstorm. And raining, it's like winter uh, in Hawaii, and uh, I'm not making much money on my solar power over the last 24 hours because it's, you know, not much sun out. I, I, the meter wasn't moving too much during the day. It was kind of wiggling back and forth, so we were making power, but not much, um, so it was kind of fun to watch that. I do want to thank, um, you know, we had one of the Hana step up. And, uh, after the last show, I basically emailed me and, or maybe it was previous to the last show, um, email said, Hey Todd, I'd, I'd love to come. 
and uh, it's actually someone that's been to the uh, the show in years past. So I, Michael is one of the Ohana of Geekness Central, he's, and he's actually a techie. So he's going to be coming and uh, and working with us. So I'm really excited to have Michael um, on the team. And I think our total head count at this point is 13. So it's going to be uh, myself, Jamie Davis from Health Tech Weekly, uh, Marlo Anderson, uh, the Tech Ranch. We're going to have uh, Jack, who's, of course, a longtime fan of the show, is going to be there too. He's going to be uh, basically running the TriCaster and doing support for us. Don Bain, the gadget professor. Mike Bain, Don's son, is going to be there. My mom's going to be running the green room. Chris Davis is uh, Jamie Davis's son. He'll be there doing camera work and support. Uh, Todd Ani is the host of The Elder Divide here on Geek and Central uh, as well, and he's going to be with us. Chris Miller from Idle Notes. And kind of a one-off is Gary Leland is going to be joining us. He's going to be covering sports stuff. And, of course, Michael um, is going to be coming out. And I think actually the number is 12. Uh, you know, 12 total. So Michael's going to be coming and join us. So we're really, I'm, I'm excited with the, with the coverage. I wish we had a couple of ladies on the team, but uh, maybe that it will be in a future, uh, future year. So really excited with uh, what's going to happen uh, for Vegas. And uh, I'm glad that you guys can, uh, uh, that we're going to have a great team for you. Um, one of the companies that I'm looking forward to talking to is a company called Hear Notes, and um, they are bringing they got a, a very unique product. And uh, press has talked about this, and this thing actually started the video here. Um, this is an earbud that uh, is really different, and um, they they basically have eliminated wires completely. With earbuds and it's you know i think they've got something here very very cool it's a wire-free solution and uh i think um i'm gonna be really looking forward this is just one of the product that we're going to be reviewing in depth uh, during the show and uh, they've come on and uh, become a partner so uh, they're gonna be one of our partner companies that we're going to be talking about um, at ces a lot so hearnotes.com and uh, we'll have the full rundown on their products and services at the show, of course, and we'll be giving you a lot of detail. But if you want to get an early, quick look, uh, go over to hearnotes.com. Again, it's one of our partner companies that have uh, joined becoming a partner, and uh, we're going to definitely be uh, talking about them uh, a lot more. All right, what else? Um, PowerPress 6, I think I talked about that in the last show. It's released. Man, it's going gangbusters. We've had a huge response. Very positive stuff on the release. I, when I interviewed uh, Angelo on Saturday on the New Media Show, we went into it in depth. If you're a podcaster, you, de you definitely want to check that out at newmediashow.com. But anyway, that's that's it, kind of my rundown. And remember, one more show before we're off to Vegas. So um, Monday, December 29th will be the last show of the year. But it should go without saying that this is the last show before Christmas. And... Um, I know not everyone that listens to this show is is religious, um, and and if you are not, uh, it, what it depends is if you just celebrate. If you don't celebrate Christmas, uh, you know that's fine. But for those that do, and those of you that are Christians out there that that celebrate Christmas, um, you know definitely take some time and uh, you know think about the you know the full meaning of the, of the Christmas holiday and and what and why. It, exist and um and i we, we do that here we sit back and reflect and uh we give thanks and uh but anyway enjoy your christmas with family and uh i hope santa claus is good to all of you and uh, brings you the you know the the gifts you have been wanting or hinting at your wife or significant other um but uh for those of you that don't necessarily celebrate christmas um, we hope that you guys will have a, a nice day off and that, uh, look forward to, to the new year. So, um, but, uh, let's, from with that, let's go ahead and get into, uh, the full stack in the tech content tonight. And I do, I do appreciate all the Hana out there. Thank you so very much. And, uh, uh, I know you don't usually religion and a show tech show doesn't necessarily mix. Um, and I just wanted to be very careful with that but at the same time 
uh, I hope everyone just takes time to sit back and really think about the uh, the, uh, the the Christmas uh, message and everything that goes along uh, with it. All right, so let's talk about North Korea. <laughs> Their 1,024 IP addresses uh, became unavailable for a period today. Uh, I guess it, North Korea's internet connection has been touch and go over the last few days. And uh, for a part of the day today, it was completely down. And um, so they suffered some sort of denial of service attack. Uh, it's not known if it was U.S. driven or if it was anonymous or some other rogue group that was going after the, uh, uh, after the North Korean uh, mini network. Now, <laughs> let's just be frank here. They've only got a block of 1,024 IPs, right? And it's also rumored that they may have a separate secret net that basically the elite get on that uh, basically is tied to China IPs, which is, has no mapping into North Korea whatsoever. But anyway, um, those that did have internet access were denied. And I think it's a T1 line. <laughs> you can imagine sharing a T1 line, 1.5 megs. With uh, a thousand of your best friends, whoo! That uh, that's got to be just like a super smoking uh, internet connection. But uh, anyway, uh, they were down today, and I, I'm sure that was very difficult to uh, employ. But uh, you know, there's a lot of press about it. Oh, their internet's really screwed and everything else. But they have a thousand and twenty-four IP addresses. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm sure they were really affected. Um, but it does go to show that an isolated country could be significantly isolated for a significant period of time without a lot of trouble if someone so chose to shut them down. And if it's just anonymous that's doing an attack, then that's, yeah, okay. But if it was U.S. government, there could be just a little bit of like, you know, you want to mess with us? We'll give you just a little taste. It's only going to take like, you know, press of a little button here and, and we, we shut you down for a few hours. And uh, we'll see where it leads. But uh, right now, they're back online periodically. It's sporadic. So uh, they've done something to overcome the outage. But uh, they say it's very unusual for their 1,024 IPs to be unreachable. <laughs> All right. All right, the FCC has uh, got a little problem. Apparently, the uh, remember all these net neutrality comments that the citizens of the United States submitted along with companies? Apparently, some of those are missing in an export of a database. And uh, people have called them on it. So um, the CTO at Fight for the Future of pro-net neutrality basically said, hey, we, we drove 777,364 pro-net neutrality comments through the battle of, for the net campaign, and uh, many of those are missing. So the FCC is basically did say they're aware of the net neutrality comments that got sent to them were missing from the data. The FCC did not lose these comments. They were processed but failed to be exported, and the FCC is conducting an internal investigation. That term exactly went wrong. The results from this investigation should be released tomorrow, Tuesday, December 23rd. And the FCC will make available a corrected data dump at a later date, including the missing comments. So we will see whether or not that really happens or not. Jack or any other aviation fan out there, you, you got to see this. If you haven't seen this, Airbus video. I know you're not a, necessarily an Airbus fan, Jack, but when you see what they did, um, all I can say is they did the brake, the diamond, the V, and uh, it's pretty doggone cool what they did with a bunch of Airbuses, uh, specifically the A350. So it's about a six-minute video. And uh, you get a little chance to take a peek of the little publicity stunt that the Airbus folks did. And uh, I'm still, I'm a, you know, got to be a Boeing fan. I have to be a, you know, Lockheed fan here. You got a true blood American. 
but uh, what these Airbus folks did from a promotion video is, is pretty cool. Now, at the same time, um, we got to give it a little bit of a hand of applause to the Danish folks. Uh, they actually, uh, you, you guys know the vulnerable, not vulnerable, the venerable, maybe that's the better word to use. The C-130, man, it's it's a workhorse. You know, that aircraft can really land wherever it wants. Um, all I can say is I've seen it land some pretty amazing places. I can't say where. <laughs> but one place that the Danish did do is they, they landed it on a beach and uh, sat down. Uh, basically, uh, it didn't look like it was necessarily prepared surface, but they basically were, you know, had it ready with uh i'm sure they they walked it make sure there wasn't ruts and stuff but um they landed it they uh taxied it they turned around and, and took off and uh any of you that are familiar with the c-130 should not uh and i don't know why today it was just there's a bunch of aviation stuff on <laughs> that was in the news and i just wanted to chit chat about it because i love aviation stuff myself as well now are you looking for a job there is a job announcement today that should get all of you very excited. Sony is seeking a steely-willed vulnerability management director in the wake of its thorough hosing by unknown attackers. <laughs> they advertise Friday seeking a security bot boasting a decade hacking experience to, and among other things, to unify and enhance Sony's global information security architecture and to include a cohesive vulnerability management strategy. Well, it's a, you know, you think they would have hired that guy before? <laughs> the position requires expert level knowledge of a prevalent operational security tactic and techniques such as vulnerability exploits and countermeasures, remote access trojans and related persistent techniques and social engineering, the company said. Um, so if you're a red hatter, um, Sony's got a job for you. <laughs> oh man. And at the same time, Sony's keeping their, their old, their old PR press rolling here because they basically went after Twitter now. And, uh, Sony has basically told Twitter, you shall remove posts made by your users, uh, or we're going to sue you. So, so Sony has threatened to sue Twitter. Again, unless it removes tweets containing hacked emails. <laughs> yeah. So they are not happy, especially with one guy that's Beacon Robot Army that he's been putting up on his Twitter feed. And Sony's not uh, not pleased. And uh, they are they're basically demanding that Twitter comply and remove all these uh, email uh, I mean, uh, screen images that this guy and others have been, you know, posting, uh, you know, instead of, you know, they, they could use a little, uh, PR, uh, 401 <laughs> or 101, excuse me, um, to, uh, to better understand how to deal with the public when a situation's like this, um, this is going to go on for a long, long, long time. I don't envy them. You know, but the tactics they're taking is making all of us just like, you know, roll our eyes. Like, oh, typical Sony, you know, bring out the lawyers instead of, uh, you know, instead of, you know, trying to do the right thing and, and work to get the information off the Internet nicely. Instead, you just throw legal at them. Uh, but I guess that's the tactic that they want to take at this point. Now, some of you are going to be very upset with a comment. Oh, this is old. I thought that was familiar. We'll skip that. I thought that was, I, I, you get this article, you know, everyone's an article hits your inbox. You're like, wow, he said that. And then I'm thinking, I thought he said that before. And yep, he did. It was basically a comment Larry Page made about rather give his billions to Elon Musk instead of to charity uh, back in March. But anyway, that's old news. How did that make it back in the news scheme today? Uh, not surprisingly, the FCC has hit pause on Comcast, Time Warner Cable, merger again. They once again put it on hold. The commission said on Monday that it's extending the deadline for its plan review period on the deal, this time due to a cash of some 31 
thousand newly discovered documents from Time Warner Cable, which the FCC had originally requested in September. During the week of December 15th, commission staff learned that in excess of 31,000 responsive documents had not been produced to the commission due to a vendor error and would be produced on December 30th. The FCC said in a letter to attorneys representing Comcast, Time Warner Cable, and Charter Communications, the latter which stands to gain some Comcast customers as part of the deal, that they're going to extend uh, basically to January 12th. So, uh, you know, this is another push. Um, of this deal. You know, we just can be about sure this deal is going to go through. The question is when, where, and how, you know. Uh, I just don't see him stopping it at some point. In a little bit of space news, you know, you just got to love it when the NASA scientists, uh, um, you know, basically capture an image that is really cool. And, uh, you know, the Curiosity rovers out there, and it, it's, still, it's still hammering away. Um, it caught this image through the tire, through its damaged wheel. And uh, basically, you can see uh, the Martian landscape and how it's parked. And it's just cool. Uh, kind of a lonely vantage point, that's for sure. But uh, every time you see something like this, it just makes you uh, kind of a little bit be awestruck in the... Uh, and what it is, the rover is taking a picture uh, from a camera underneath the rover through the wheel spokes, and uh, you can you know see some dents on the uh, on the wheel itself, and uh, it's just cool. It it really really is, and uh, you know that rover's done a it's made some mileage, and um, you definitely can see bumps and damage on the tire, and uh, but it's very very cool. So uh, it still amazes me every time I see these uh, these images. Um, someday, someday we'll have some folks on Mars. Now, I'm in possession of some information that I cannot divulge because I'm under embargo. But I did see an article today where Uber Gizmo um, basically said Kodak to unveil Android devices at CES. And I'm thinking, hmm, uh, are they breaking embargo and talking about this. Uh, they don't have a lot of information on here, but uh, uh, we'll have some information on Kodak uh, at the opening of, of CES. They're still in the game. They're still in the game. How many of you use Lyft? Well, Lyft has basically uh, did a little update, and uh, you now, if you, have, if you take a ride, and this is smart because um, I'm going to be, uh, all the folks on my team, if we need to take a cab um, at CS, which we normally won't because we got the gold lot parking pass. Um, sometimes you stand in line and you're like, uh, who wants to split a cab back to a certain hotel? And, you know, two or three people jump in that you don't know. And you have to, at the end, you're all trying to figure out who's paying for what. Uh, and sometimes I just, you know, one person's off pay for it and going this way anyway. But there's a um, ability to divvy it up. And you split the payment. Um, so they call it Divi. Divi it up with split payments. And this is something that is uh, is basically if you're sharing a ride with some folks in a Lyft uh, ride, you can do that. So this is pretty cool. To start dividing and conquering, open the ride options menu. Again, to start dividing and conquering, open the ride options menu and select split payment. Invite up to five friends from your contact list and wait for them to accept the split in their app, it's fast, secure, super easy. So you don't have to split your pants, you just split the payment. So uh, very, very cool stuff by the folks at Lyft and making a change here to, uh, to make it easy for all of you that are uh, out there uh, taking rides uh, on Lyft. You ever wonder what it'd be like to have a vantage point of flying with a bird? You know, it's... I think we all can think about it. And, when, you know, some of us have been able to go on uh, helicopter rides down low. And I'll be honest with you, a helicopter ride is pretty exciting when you're treetop level cruising around. But there's a, guy, there's a video on sploy.gizmodo.com of a hawk who's uh, wearing a camera. And uh, the footage shows a, 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 a goshawk flying super fast through a dense forest and somehow navigating through it. 
with its wing occasionally hitting trees, but still manages to zip through some impossible narrow gaps at high speed. When you see this, it's uh, when you watch this video, you're going to be awestruck. Um, you know, this bird's uh, doing its thing, man. And uh, it, it's a great, great video. So I have the link up on the show notes. All kinds, I told you, lots of aviation stuff today. And uh, just, you know, these little cameras we have now makes it possible to see some of this cool stuff. It really, really does. All right, uh, on the NASA front, NASA's crazy plan used dramatic pictures of our sun, X-ray vision. The Nuclear Spectroscopic Telescopic Array, New Star, was designed to probe the distant galaxy looking for black holes. But NASA recently began aiming the orbiting instrument at the sun to get a close-up view of our star's atmosphere. And uh, people initially said they were nuts for doing this, very sensitive device, that they would point at our sun. They just didn't think it would be a good idea. And uh, some of the first images have been released. And uh, a lot of stuff is going to come out of this. They, they're, they're trying to figure out why that it's not as hot on the surface as it is. Uh, wow. God, you, don't you just love Flash? Flash crashed. And, uh, but anyway, they, uh, um, they've got a pretty cool image here and, uh, they're going to get a lot of science for this. But anyway, they're trying to figure out why, uh, there's this Delta and they've got some things about plasma and, you know, all this scientist godly goop that they're going to try to figure out, uh, by taking these, uh, images on what our sun is doing and why there's a, a temperature differential for a better word. Right, Google has uh, made a little bit of improvements to its fully functional self-driving car. Um, this is not something necessarily I would want to ride around in, but if you want to ride around in a prototype that looks a little bit less than a VW, um, you might be able to get a get one of these at some point. It's got light. It's got lights now. Um, it's got turning singles. Uh, but uh, this is the dealio where the company's going to spend the rest of the holidays testing out their latest prototype and hoping to bring it to the streets of Northern California somewhere in 2015. And they're going to obviously have to clear some regulatory and legal hurdles if they're hoping to bring it to the masses one day. But uh, um, why didn't they just modify a Ford? <laughs> you know, I was at a um, Christmas get-together with some friends. Uh, what day was it? It was... Uh, Today is Monday. It was Saturday night. And uh, um, it's a pretty close-knit group. Um, we have, uh, it's mostly, well, here's kind of the weird thing. It's all the wives are all friends. So the wives have a party and then bring the husbands along. And over time, all the husbands have become good friends. And one of the um, guys that's in that group is uh, a friend of mine I've known in the Navy for many years. Um, he's getting ready to retire in November. We were talking about his, you know, pending retirement, something he has to look forward to, like paying higher taxes and, you know, all the stuff that goes along with, uh, with leaving the military and uh, starting to pay state taxes, which most military folks don't have to do. And, and the shockeroo to his wallet that will happen once he gets a, a new job and, and all the things that go along with it. Well, one of the guys that, uh, was at the, uh, a, a new, I guess, basically a, Another couple uh, came in with their family, and we all got introduced and talking. And, of course, everybody's asking, uh, what do you do for a living, and blah, 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 blah. And he says, well, I'm a general manager at a um, uh, car dealership. And we said, oh, which one? He told us which one. And um, and uh, it happened to be a Chevy dealership. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I come from a family that uh, used to buy Chevys. Um, I don't necessarily, uh, plan on buying a Chevy anytime, any soon anymore, uh, because of, you know, some things that happened during the recession when they, they took bailout money and, you know, the whole, it's, you know, I've just got a little bit of a, uh, still a little bit of a beef on that. And of course, you know, most of us have, should have a bigger beef on the banks and for the tarp money and stuff. But anyway, I, I digress. But anyway, um, and I, I told him, I said, you know, I said, I, I met, someone that is more uh shady than he than a used car salesman he, he kind of give me this this look and i'm like no really i said and you know and he you know he didn't really know what to think and i said i i met uh, i've met solar 
salesmen. I said, they by far are more shady than, um, than used car salesmen. And he says, you know, with a straight face. And, and this, I, I told everyone I was going to tell you guys this on the show tonight. He says, uh, there is no one you can trust more than a car salesman. <laughs> yes, <why? laughs> you know, I told him, I said, wow, that, that's a whopper. I said, there's no one you can trust more than a used car salesman. He's absolutely, we're the most regulated industry in, in, in the space. And I'm like, <laughs> what world do you live in? So we were kind of giving him some beef about that, you know, and uh, I'm sure he thought, man, I'm, I kind of got beat down by these guys a little bit, but we had a good time and we're, you know, but it was, it was all in fun. But he said that with all seriousness. Now, can anyone, and if we have any used car salesmen that listen to the show, I'm sorry, but you know, uh, lawyers, used car salesmen, uh, lawyers, specifically ambulance chaser lawyers, uh, you know, solar salesmen, you know, they, they all tell their own story. And I shouldn't say they're shady. They have a story to tell. They're trying to make a connection, you know, and they, they're there to sell you a vehicle. That's, you know, you walk in there, you're, you're, a, you're a mark, you know, you're a guy that uh, they want your money and as much of it as possible. But uh, I did uh, I get a little bit of uh, information. Did you know that the and, and I actually feel kind of bad now, too. Did you know that um, the average car salesman makes about 800 bucks on a, on a sale of a vehicle, typically a new car? That's all the salesman makes is about 800 to a most 800 to a thousand dollars. And it gets less if you wield and deal them down to, you know, lower amounts. The commission goes down. I was kind of surprised. And I, and I said, well, how much can a good used car salesman make? He says, well, you know, a good used car sales, a good car salesman, not used car, a good car salesman can sell about 15, a good 15 cars a month. And I'm thinking, in Hawaii, you know, uh, 15, that's, uh, if the, you know, let's do an average of 600 bucks a car, you know, so I'm thinking to myself, you know, that's not bad money, but then you take out taxes and everything else, how these guys survive. Um, so if, you know, if you're a car salesman, don't take, this the wrong way. I know you've all heard it, but when he told me that, I, <laughs> I just had to, I just had to laugh just, just a little itsy bit. Today is another day in his aviation history. The SR-71 took its first flight 50 years ago today. It's, hard, it's amazing. 50 years ago. And uh, what a mission it did during those, those years. All right, um, you know, all the new top-level domains. Uh, I keep looking for the .show domain to pop. That's the one I've been waiting on and a couple other. I, kept, I picked up a couple of podcast .domains, too. I couldn't believe it. But if you want a .trust domain, how's $150,000 sound as the price for the domain? Can you believe that? The .trust domain is going to cost $150,000. Uh, simply insane absolutely uh, insane. It's just uh, over the top. I don't know if I covered this in the last show, but at the International Space Station, they did something pretty cool. Uh, NASA emailed them a, uh, a schematic, and, and they printed their first tool in space. So they, apparently they needed a tool, and uh, so it's official. You can upload tools to space following an early test run. The International Station used a 3D printing machine to make a ratchet based on instructions sent from Earth. It's not exactly a sophisticated implement, but it underscores the advantage of letting astronauts print their own gear. NASA and Made in Space, the company behind the printer, designed, tested, and manufactured the ratchet in less than a week. Even if a conventional part was ready to go, it would have had to wait days or weeks for a ride on a delivery vehicle. So researchers... We'll have to take a while studying the practicality of 3D printing, including the effects of microgravity, before they put it into regular service. But uh, if you need something to jam, just print one. I think this is awesome. I really, really do. Because who are you going to call? You know, you got something and they're like, oh, we didn't plan for that contingency. You know, it's not accessible. Um, smart, smart, smart. So anyway, um, Link will be uh, up in the show notes for you to uh, to check it out, and uh, I'd love to see that thing in in work. Um, I'd love to just see a video of, of the print job for sure. 
All right, sneaky Russian hackers have slurped $15 million from banks, ATM malware, remote employee monitoring, you name it, they did it. Millions of dollars, credit cards and electric property have been stolen by a newly discovered group of cyber criminals. The Anuk hacker group has been involved in targeted attacks and espionage since 2013. Target banks and payment systems in Russia and former CIS countries, according to a joint research computer forensic expert at Moscow's based group IB, a Netherlands-based Fox IT. So uh, siphoning off $15 million. It's the new uh, it's the new way to go. You want to need some cash? Just hack somebody. The FCC is getting to work on letting internet TV compete with cable. So this is big. We talked about this just a little bit. It's far from a done deal, but the FCC is taking a step towards putting t- internet TV service on par with cable and satellite. Friday announced the adoption of a proposal previously floated by Chairman Tom Wheeler that would give TV providers the str- that stream their channels over the internet the same access to content that satellite and cable TV services have. So internet providers aren't classified as multi-channel video program distributors yet, but if they were, that could have forced programmers to negotiate with the likes of Arrow. Instead, they're nearly uh, suing them. But even as cord cutters celebrate, there are some restrictions. So uh, they're not the full-on dealio here where they can just offer the full breadth of TV programming, but it is another notch, I guess, in the belt and uh, basically bringing internet to the TV permanently. It's going to happen. T-Mobile CEO John Legere has read a story, a Christmas story, for an, a really weird, weird, I'm going to say it again, weird publicity stunt. I have to hand it to this guy. He's got a cigar. I know it's gonna a pipe, a bottle of whiskey, a bunch of T-Mobile logo stuff, and he's reading this Christmas story, The Night Before Christmas. The tale begins with an outline of T-Mobile's strengths, but soon progresses into a bombardment of insults aimed at the competition. <laughs> I got to hand it to him. This guy, he's... I kind of like people that just tell it the way it is. It's good. It really, really is. So I think you'll be entertained as much as I was. So definitely uh, check the video out. Of course, the link will be in the show notes. If you're if you're getting the newsletter, that'll be in your inbox. Uh, you've already seen it in your inbox if you're listening to this show. All right, the FAA has explained how you can keep out of jail and how we keep out of trouble with the FCC uh, by flying your drone that you're going to get for Christmas. So here, I'm going to keep it simple so we don't get stupid. <laughs> Here's the rules. Do fly your unmanned aircraft below 400 feet. Don't fly your unmanned aircraft beyond the line of sight. So I got a little video. It talks about the rules and what you have to do and about the regulations. And it's a, so it's that time of year. I, you know, I would like to have a drone. But, you know, if I bought it, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Have you ever gotten one of those presents for Christmas that you took it out of the box, you got it all set up, you started to use it, and you wrecked it, and you you broke it in like 45 seconds? If I got a drone, it would be like, okay, we're hovering two feet off the ground, and then I would, you know, I'd do there for 10 or 15 seconds, and then I would say, okay, let's go up, and I would go up about 15 feet, flip it over, and crash it, and that would be it. That would be the end of the drone. I just know I, I, if you're in the same boat, I am, I'm a geek, but I'm, you know, give me a, you know, a video game and I, you know, I'll get destroyed. It's the same thing with these drones. I just, uh, I know I'd kill it. <laughs> I'd love to have one. I'd probably give the remote control to my kids and they'd fight with their iPad. And they'd be fine. Here, dad, you try, bam, I just fly into a tree or a car or or side of the house, or into my solar panels, or something stupid, and uh, it wouldn't be good. So uh, fly below 400 feet, and don't fly your unmanned aircraft beyond the line of sight. Drone on. (laughs) Drone on. Good article about Scotland Yard. I know what they're doing to play cat and mouse games with online jihadists, and uh, I don't think any of us want to see some of the crazy, nasty videos of them, uh, you know, using knives on human beings and doing the things that they have done and 
shooting people. And I, I saw one video earlier this year that still haunts me. Um, but Scotland Yard has got a cyber unit that basically it's a cat and mouse game. They're always back and forth. It's a good write-up on what they're up against and trying to stay ahead or, you know, basically just get stuff down as fast as they can that goes up. So um, it is a, it just shows how the Internet and this media and how me sitting here in the studio can do this show live and it's going, it's being recorded. And I, once I get done, I, I basically, uh, you know, package it up and we put it up on the internet for you guys to watch and listen to. Well, it's no more different than these jihadists being able to do this. And, uh, you know, and they've learned to, you know, move the media around, create new accounts. So, uh, you know, and that stuff is so viral. It doesn't take long for them to get lots of hits on it. Um, because people are drawn to this stuff. Um, if we just quit watching, I think that would, uh, you know, subside some of it, but I don't think it ever will. So I know there's a lot of Trekkie fans in the audience. Um, I love Star Trek. I, uh, I don't profess to be, um, you know, someone that knows all the ins and outs. I've, I've just always loved the movies. But the director behind Fast and Furious 6 will take on Star Trek 3. So this is pretty cool. Um, this is going to be insane. If we've got the guy that's done Fast and Furious and he's taking on Star Trek 3, Enterprise is going to go places it hasn't went before. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll see a little drifting with the, uh, you know, with the, with the Enterprise. Who knows? But, uh, I'm excited to see this, uh, happening. Uh, I, I don't know when the next when the movie's actually supposed to be out. Uh, obviously, if they just picked a director, they haven't started shooting yet. But uh, really, really, really cool. Over on Tech Dirt, after ten year nap, the government wakes up on cramming. Finally, holds big carriers accountable. How many of you have dealt with cramming? You know what that is, right? That's when you something shows up on your phone, uh, phone your mobile phone bill. It's like fourteen ninety five for uh, such and such game service. I've had to deal with this uh, three, four times to get stuff taken off. Now, they've always been very accommodating, pull stuff off the account. Uh, one time, I, you know, we've had a situation here where I had a guilty party here that uh, bought a bunch of stuff uh, that popped on my uh, on my internet. E well, basically bought some uh, uh, credits on a game in uh, iOS. And, uh, you know, that showed up as a bill. And I was like, okay, you, you're going to pay me for all that. And they held up my hand until I got, you know, the, the, the $5 bills being stacked into my hand. So um, I held my kids accountable. That doesn't happen anymore. Uh, we had a pretty good talk about it the last time it happened here recently. And uh, um, the punishment level, <laughs> not only does the cash get put out, but then the groundings and, you know, all the other things that go along um, are uh, are going. To, he came in a couple of days ago, and my 11-year-old did, and said, hey, Dad, can I can I buy this? I said, nope, no, you can't. You don't need it. Go play a different game. You're not buying. You're not spending $5 from some stupid game credits. It's not happening. I got the money. I don't care if you have the money. You're not buying it. And he went out. And he went on to a different thing. And uh, um, sometimes you, you got to say no. <laughs> and, you know, they don't like it, but tough. I'm, I'm the parent. Uh, you know, get over it. Go out and play outside. That's even better. Well, Microsoft is uh, had to pay $23 million to end patent case against another troll, one that they paid a lot of money already in the past, Vernet X. And uh, basically, this is the last payment. They basically said, hey, we're not going to sue Microsoft anymore. I think well, they probably run out of patents. But uh, $23 million, you know, these patent trolls, I'm, we're waiting for the news to come out on the, uh, the podcast thing. I haven't heard too much information about the, uh, uh, the, the hearing that happened. So, uh, Hopefully, we'll have some news on that soon. It's being announced that the Tor network is bracing for a possible attack. So if you are a Tor user, uh, just be aware that the service may be uh, having, a, there may be some attacks to it, denial of service, that type of thing that may be uh, forthcoming. NASA's unveiled a video of a holiday lights on the sun showing our closest are clearly feeling festive, spitting out powerful solar flares. And uh, so this may not uh, come as a surprise here, but uh, that's so they had a pretty big one on December 19th. 
And the flare was big enough to be classified in X1.8. Flares that meet the X-Class requirements are the most intense flares the sun puts out. The session makes the sun sound like it should be enrolled in Professor X Mutant Academy. But it's actually a handy way for scientists to describe the intensity. It's kind of the same thing as on the Richter scale. And they got a pretty good bit. Now, the sun was uh, kind of off-axis from us, and it uh, the flare kind of went that way. So we didn't get a, a straight shot on this thing, which is good. Uh, we've been getting lucky. We're not getting a bullseye pointed right at us. Okay, if, if you are a wheeler and dealer in the Washington, D.C. area, and I know we have a few people that are high up in the government. We've got some staffers. I think, you know, I know we've got some people that listen to the show that uh, have some status in D.C. I want to know if you've got a priority assistant card from uh, Comcast. Comcast has handed out priority assistant cards to Washington Power players. So uh, apparently, if you are a staffer, if you are a congressional rep, um, you're going to get a suck-up card by Comcast. They're going to basically, it's a, it's a code for fast-tracking help and handing them out again to congressional staffers, journalists, and other influential Washington people. And of course, Comcast said, hey, we, we do this all over the country. Uh, we can distribute them to people with our customers too. Yeah, I'd like to see an accounting on that, on how many customers get a priority assistance card. You know, there's something about that that just rubs me just a, a little bit of the wrong way. But I guess Comcast has to be festive and joyous in the holiday season, and uh, they have to make sure that they are bribing the congressional reps and staffers with this little card. Here you go. Here's a little Christmas present for you. Um, in, enjoy your Christmas. If you have a problem, call us. And our, our professional staff will get with you right away and fix your problem. The elite. Privileges. Never stop. Never stop. Another good article over at Fortune.com. I work at Sony. This is what it was like after we got hacked. So if you want a little more insight of what happened and what went down, how bad it was, um, insurance plans, all kinds of crazy stuff, 401ks being revealed, all this, the link will be up in the show notes for you to take a peek. Also, if you're an Apple user, if they release a critical NTP security update for OS 10 Yosemite, Mavericks, and Mountain Lion. So if you haven't, been on your Mac today, you'll be getting an update. Uh, get that in, at basically updated right away. It's a security issue. Now, not surprisingly, to wrap up today's show, the Mississippi, la, 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 the Mississippi Attorney General has backed off Google investigation pushed by the MPAA. So uh, on Friday, Google sued Mississippi, Mississippi, I'm destroying that. I'm sorry, Mississippi fans. On Friday morning, Google sued Mississippi Attorney General Jim Hood, saying that a 79th subpoena he had sent to the company was punitive and violated Google's First and Fourth Amendment rights. The company also pointed to pre recent press re reports that showed Hollywood Studios had lobbied heavily for the investigation. And later that day, said, "Oh, I, I, we're gonna we're gonna step back from that, uh, you know, that indictment, that 79-page subpoena." And uh, we're, we're going to take another look at this. What happened if he hadn't been called to the carpet? If you live in Mississippi and you like this type of activity, um, you know, you can pat your attorney general on the back. If you don't like the MPAA and corporate meddling in your attorney general's office, um, I would call the governor. And I would ask him for this individual's resignation. We have to hold public officials accountable for these types of activities, these vigilante activities, in my opinion. I, I don't, you know, do any of us get to call? Do any of us get to send a, you know, collaborate together and call the attorney general and say, hey, we want you to go sue this, you know, we want you to go to get information out of this company. Because we don't like it. Do any of us have that? You know, if someone gets killed, 
you know, you can go demand of your attorney general. You better investigate this. And if he doesn't, you know, it'd be held, you know, there's going to be a lot to pay for that, right? But uh, it's just something really, really wrong with the elites doing what they do here um, in, in a big, big way. And at some point, those of us out here that are the sheep, uh, we, need to, uh, we need to fight back. And we need to make our voices heard. So I hope that you will. You know, a big part of this show has always been about informing you guys, keeping you guys up to speed on what's going on uh, with government and some of the stuff that they're doing and some of the uh, crazy legislation that's in place. I want you definitely to send me uh, information that you find that's going on like this. Definitely provide me feedback. Um, this is the kind of stuff I like to talk about on the show. So if it happens in your local municipality, if it happens at a state level, if you see something, send it to me. And it's real easy to do. Geeknews at gmail.com is the place to email me your comments and, and links. A lot of people are sending me stuff on Facebook. And uh, so I'm coming up with a new way to start tracking some of this Google Plus and Facebook stuff. So I make sure I get it in the end of the show uh, tonight. So as, as we get ready to close here and on this uh, pre-Christmas show, um, I do want to say that we're uh, still, um, I, I've got to get with Sam and make sure we've got all the information to get the prizes out and that I haven't moved on that yet. It's on my to-do list here to get that done. Uh, so just let you know that's, that's forthcoming. But um, I did get a couple of emails, not much. You guys are all in uh, the holiday spirit mode here. But I get an email from uh, Tim. He says, hey, Todd, my eyes were wide open when I clicked the link to the secret website and saw everything from hacked PayPal accounts for sale to assassins for hire. This is an article around money.cnn.com that uh, was put up some time ago. And uh, Tim made me aware of this uh, article if you uh, want to take a peek. So, Tim, thanks for sending me this. It's a dated article, but it is uh, pretty interesting. Um, also, I got a, oh, where did this, how come this is here? This email should not be in this folder. Let me copy it over here. Why are you in there? Oh, that's weird. I've got a bunch of CES emails in the GNC show notes. Uh, listing. those are not supposed to be there. They, I've moved them. So I think. I think that's it. I think we're going to wrap here. Only one email that's come in. and uh, But I definitely appreciate everyone for being part of the Ohana and listening or watching the show. And I really do hope that all of you have a Merry Christmas. Um, enjoy your time with your families. Try to stay off the internet on Christmas Day. Um, you, you know, I know everyone wants to put a little message on Facebook. I probably will. But, you know, do that in two minutes and close the lids and uh, spend time with your kids and family and, and, and enjoy. Uh, we're going to do that here. going to do a big disconnect and relax, probably watch some movies. Uh, we did karaoke last night. Uh, I haven't done karaoke in years. And uh, uh, my wife said, get the karaoke. We've got a little magic box thing. It's not super fancy. And it's so cheesy because, you know, it's like you go to sing the song. You're like, those aren't the words. Those are wrong. And the beat's a little off. They have to change this up a little bit, I think, to keep away from the copyright police, but um, so we did karaoke for about three hours last night. Then my voice a little bit gone because I was, you know, we're having a good time. We were, uh, uh, it was the full Christmas mix to some rock to uh, uh, Carpenters to, you know, we even did uh, Hotel California. That's mostly banned in most karaoke places. I actually said after it was over, that song's banned from being played is a karaoke song here. <laughs> Uh, in this house, but uh, anyway, we had a good time. And then this afternoon, we Facebooked with uh, my wife's family and uh, FaceTimed with my wife's family in Japan, and, and you know, basically all the cousins. And they don't really kind of celebrate Christmas per se. My wife's family does a little bit uh, more. It's in Japan, it's mostly the New Year's thing. Um, if you live in Japan and you are an adult and you have cousins and nephews and nieces, your wallet gets impacted. Big, big, big time because it's basically a, it's a big cash thing for the the those that are under twenty in Japan uh, in the new year. But uh, uh, anyway, we we always send um, basically a, 
uh, cash every year for the nieces and nephews, just even though we're not there. And <laughs> I'm like, how much is it this year? <laughs> you know, you're like, God, we got to, the sisters need to quit having kids, you know? <laughs> but anyway, that, uh, that's it for the show tonight. Everyone, thanks for being here. If, if you like what you got from the show, consider becoming an insider. We definitely, uh, 56 bucks a video is what it's going to cost us to produce them. If you want to help us out, I definitely appreciate it. Uh, if we're a little farther along with uh, the insider growth, uh, I wouldn't have to beg. And I hate to say it that way, but uh, I definitely appreciate all of you that are contributing to the show and helping for the, any of the production stuff that we put together. Um, it, you know, it is a big, big deal. And uh, I think about $14,000 in total cost to do the show this year. And uh, I love doing it. Don't get me wrong. And uh, I, you know, that's my budget. If I don't get a penny from anybody, that's fine as well. Uh, we're starting to add more partners. That's going to help offset a little bit too. But uh, everyone, thanks. Thanks for being here. And again, have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you next time. Geeknews at gmail.com. And of course, on Twitter at Geek News, Facebook, Google Plus. You can find me. Just search for my name. We'll take care. We'll see you next time. Aloha. <laughs>